what's up everybody we are back like i said on our last pod yesterday it is a solo episode for me today the sprint race um so i was off i thought that obviously charles leclerc and uh max verstappen would get into dnf but I think the one thing is clear is that the Red Bull car is just superior than to all cars. I know after Max got away, he says the pace is similar at the end of the interview. Um, but, you know, Max didn't really have to push. So I don't know if he was pushing all the way and he was saving his tires for if Charles or Carlos caught up. But kind of just rewinding on the race, it was a very, very fun battle at the beginning, right? So obviously Lewis Hamilton and Pierre Gazzi got into the uh, little accident which caused Pierre to kind of just go right off the Richter scale um, and just wipe out. And then, you know, Charles and Carlos had a little bit of a duel where, you know, Carlos took the inside line, which, which made his exit a lot weaker and allowed Charles to take position again. But it was really interesting to see how these Ferrari drivers kept dueling each other while Max was just getting away, which, you know, is racing. You expect it, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Max got away after that. And then you had Charles and Carlos dueling, which let him get about two to three seconds. And that's what the gap kind of stayed at the whole time. So, like I said, we'll see if that's the actual pace for Ferrari and Red Bull where it's actually similar or if Max was just holding out because you have to think he was holding out. He was running mediums on his um, on 23 laps. And they're not like the C th- C3s, man. They're the C4s. They are the second softest compound. Because we're rolling with the softest count compounds this race. So I will say that I don't believe Red Bull yet. But Max did his thing, man. And it shows why Max is a world-class driver. Because, you know, flawless entry. He put his cars right in the right spot. And he just absolutely dominated the race. It's just, you know, it's classic Max Verstappen. Like, you, you can't ask much more from Max Verstappen. So I think that... We have to give him his flowers. I know that Kurt's not a fan of Max. Um, I'm not a fan of Max personally, but you have to respect the greatness of Max Verstappen because he just continues to show that he is the best driver on the grid right now out of the four, out of the four um, cars when you're talking about the best cars that can actually win a championship. So let's talk about Lewis and Mercedes. I think that Lewis might have done better than George if he was in fourth. Because, like I said last pod, Lewis tends to be about two-tenths or three-tenths up on um, George Russell uh, when you look at qualifying. So, I know race pace is a whole different thing, but Lewis Hamilton, you know, arguably the greatest racer of all time, has great race pace. So, kind of just breaking that down is, is the Mercedes actually on pace with its best driver? I don't think so, but I think it's closer than what George Russell led us to believe. And that's saying a lot about that because... George ran his own race. He was great in terms of not making any mistakes. He built himself enough of a gap between Ocon, so then Checo couldn't catch up to him. So he did his thing, but I think if Lewis is in George's place, it's a little bit more competitive. I think Lewis is probably in probably two seconds behind rather than five, uh, four or five. Um, potentially, he's staying on DRS and making a whole different fight. Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of felt about George's race. Checo had a brilliant race. As usual, Checo looks great as always. He just literally pushed the edge, um, made the right moves. Even when he overtook both hosses, that was a beautiful move by him. I think when you look at Checo, and I said it on yesterday's pod, is that 
I think generally he is just better as the day as the week goes on. And that may just become confidence level, getting used to the track. But he looked very strong today. And they were saying on broadcast his pace is kind of on par with a lot of um, the top guys. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens tomorrow during race day. I do think Checo has a chance to be like P P1. I think he'll finish P2 in this race. That's my prediction. I know that we usually give you the predictions at the end, but I do think, um, sorry, Checo. Checo will finish P2, but he does have a chance to win this race. And I think it's going to get a little messy on, on between Charles, Max, and Carlos tomorrow. But when I talk about Lewis um, and the Haas drivers, because that's where we're next, right? Um, sorry, I forgot about Ocon. Ocon had a very steady, steady race. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was bad. Um, I think he could have been better. But, yeah, it was just very mediocre. Um, didn't really put up a fight against Checo. I mean, can you really put up a fight against Checo? Probably not. That Red Bull is just so fast down those straights. And, you know, this is the Red Bull ring. So, I'd expect nothing less from Red Bull to have an absolute advantage at this track. And it looks like the car does. But... Ocon was very average. Um, I feel bad for Alonso, obviously, having issues with his car. Um, I mean, they pointed out on broadcast, but we have four, uh, six world championships starting at the back of the grid tomorrow. Alonso and Vettel. So that should be interesting, seeing those two overtake and battle their way up. And I think one of them will score points. And if I had to bet, it's going to be Alonso. But, you know, Vettel scored points in every single race other than Monaco, I'm pretty sure. So... He's looked very strong so far um, on during race day. So look out for that. So let's get to Haas. I think that both Haas drivers looked okay. Um, I thought K-Meg kind of helped Mick quite a bit. I mean, not kind of. It's a fact. Just letting Mick take all those DRS zones um, and pulling him along for Lewis. It was great for M Magnuson because... You know, if he doesn't do that, then Lewis just passes him. And then you just we're looking at Lewis passing Magnuson way earlier and then chasing Checo and Ocon. So really great job by um, Haas as a team strategy if that's what they were doing. But nothing really impressed me about K-Mag's drive. He looked very average and mediocre. I will say that I thought Mick drove really well. Um in terms of putting his car in the right place, he seemed to like just give Lewis enough space. But then even at opportune times, he put his car a little bit farther, uh, like through the apex or right on the inside line, give Lewis a little bit of hope so he can accelerate and slow him down. And then he would accelerate. So he seemed to really do well on that aspect. His car is not as fast as Mercedes. And I think we all know that. Um, so I'm not going to say he it was all, you know, Mick Schumacher. Um because he obviously had help with DRS, but you still got to give the guy some credit. He drove really well, in my opinion. And ultimately, he did fight a seven-time world champion for quite a while. And he did a good job because he didn't really make any mistakes. I know Lewis said he kept running off the track. I'll have to go back and watch that. As obviously, you guys know, we come back to you immediately. But he gave Lewis a run for his money. He made Lewis work to get past him. And he ultimately held up Lewis from getting up to what I believe should have been probably sixth place where he should have finished today. So, shout out to Mick. Looks like he got some more points and looks like he's, like they said, he might be building his confidence more. I hope that's not what it comes down to because if that's why he's building his confidence, then I'm a little worried. Um, 
Because that's an F1 driver. You have to have confidence, regardless of points or not. You have to believe in your skills. Now, on the flip side of that, I don't think Lewis drove his best. I think that, obviously, the Red Bull ring only has a certain amount of space. So, it's not... It's not a thing where he could he had more space and he should have overtook him faster. I just think Lewis could have tried different moves. He see he seemed to keep running the same route. He kept going on the outside, hoping he can get a better exit on the inside um, of that first DRS zone. Instead of him maybe trying to just dive down the inside lane and break heart break late, right? And I know K Meg was there, but you know you got to try that stuff. And it's just I, I we talked about it last podcast. I like Lewis or maybe. It was in, maybe it was the Canadian Grand Prix, but I'd like to see Lewis, like to see Lewis be a little bit more aggressive. And I don't fault him for it because I understand you got to finish, you got to take all the points you can get. But it's just a personal thing. I just like to see Lewis be a little bit more aggressive with his overtakes. And, you know, he's won seven world championships, so who the hell am I to tell him that? But I'd like to see him at least try a different variation. And, you know, if the inside line breaking late doesn't work, then. Don't do it again, right? But I know Mick took the inside line quite a bit, but even on the next one where he had the inside line, he'd always re- like let Mick really have the, a lot of space, I think. And I don't think Mick was really respectful of his space. Mick seemed to like cut him off at the uh, opportune time. Like I said, he'd hold out on an apex, drive a little slower when Lewis would accelerate, then slow down. So then it messed up Lewis's uh, acceleration out of a corner. So... Yeah, I just want to see Lewis be a little bit more aggressive, but I thought he drove well. I just think that maybe he should try some different overtakes or different moves against Mick. And you know what? That was highlighted against Alonso in Hungary last year. Um, they're like, well, you know, I think it was Nico said I would have tried, tried this and tried that. And, you know, when he eventually tried that, he got close on his first attempt to overtake him. And then eventually when he got close enough, that's how he ended up overtaking Alonso eventually. So... Just want to see Lewis be a little bit more aggressive. Next down the list, we have, I guess we have the McLaren boys. Um, Danny Rick asking for Lionel to move aside. Don't know about that one. We're talking about Danny Ricardo, right? Like, he, shout out to him for moving his way up the pack. But yeah, I mean, it's Danny Ricardo. I don't think Lionel Nor should ever move aside for him. But not ever. But yeah, I, I'm sure you guys get my point. It's just, it's really Lionel Mc- Lando McLaren, that's what it should be called. Lando McLaren, not uh, Lando Norris, because he literally runs that McLaren team and he's got most of their points. So shout out to Lando for that. Um, I thought Bottas had a pretty solid race. He made his way up at the beginning and he just drove his normal on-brand Bottas race. No great moves, no great overtakes. Uh, so shout out to Bottas. Um, and then we have the rest of the grid. So Albon pushing Lando off the course. Don't know about that. Um, in terms of why is Albon doing that, it's not really your race, to be honest with you. You were never going to beat Lando Norris. Uh, the Williams does look better, though, with Albon, and that probably has to do with their upgrades, which is great. Copied Red Bull's car a little bit. I don't really know how I feel about, ultimately, um, like, where Williams is going, because Latifi looks really bad, and obviously, you know, Albon's going to sit at the back of the grid, but, yeah, it's just... It is what it is. I'm, I'm not confident in Williams, even though they've made some progress. But, you know, it's a culture change. It takes a little bit of time. You're not going to instantly change results tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. And then to kind of round out Aston Martin, Lance Stroll. I mean, he made his way up at the beginning. Vettel obviously got into the accident with Albon. I mean, Albon, yeah, Albon just was causing havoc today. 
Um, so yeah, you have that with Sebastian, and then you have Stroll just driving a normal race. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for us today. Before I uh, go, we'll always give you my predictions. So I have, I have Max winning this race if there's no DNF, but I do feel like there's still going to be a collision. It's waiting to happen. And I think this is a race. So I really have Max, Charles, Ch sorry, Max, Checo, Charles, S George, and then Carlos. And I think Lewis will make his way up to fifth. That is my top five. Now, that's if everybody finishes and there's no DNFs. But that's not what I think. What I think it will be is, I think Checo's going to finish first. Ch Carlos will be second. George will finish third. And Lewis will finish fourth because those two will DNF. Now, I appreciate anybody that's made it this far. Thank you so much for tapping in. And we'll see you guys tomorrow after race day. Peace.